Welcome in, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is your host, Justin Hauk. Co-host, Jay Hauk. And we are the Better Together podcast. Yes, we are. Better Together. Yep. So, this last Sunday, we had a little special thing. We did. We did an Easter encouragement. Yep. On Zoom. Yeah. And it was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed it, man. It was cool because I was thinking about this, um, just how we were able to like be in everybody's home with them. Yeah. And uh, this is like become one of my favorite rooms here is this podcast room. Same here. And so we brought people into our room with us. That's true. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It was kind of cool. We did a little um, tour, (laughs) (laughs) I guess, of it. We just kind of showed everybody what it's like and Mm -hmm. um i don't know i'm really proud of this room yeah just because of what we made it into and stuff and hanging all these uh you know sound buffers and stuff and just getting it all ready like there's a lot of work to it and so it's just cool to have this room and it's just kind of like awesome to have this place to go to yeah like when we had the church I always loved just going to the church. Right. Because yeah. it was like, it felt like it was ours and, you know, and it was, you yeah. know, it was our church, yeah. it was our home. And, it was our home away from and home. And this, this place is starting to feel like that. Yeah. Like home away from home. You know, yeah. it's, it's, uh, well, you could feel, you could feel the Lord in here. You know, it's been prayed up. It's been anointed. It's been, right. um, it's, it's really divine, like on how it even happened. And so we'll have to talk about that one of these times, you know, about how we even got in here to this place. But, it is. It's a special place because it's God's anointing on this place, just as the church was too. You know, it's God's yeah. anointing on that place, and and that's why you know wherever God is, then uh, no matter where you're at, you feel at home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. So we just wanted to thank those of you guys who joined in with us. Yeah. It was an awesome time. We want to thank uh, Meg. Yeah. For singing it up, dude. How cool was that? You yeah. Know, to have, awesome. have Meg and Jared on there from Texas. Yeah. You know, just hanging out with us. Uncle right. Mark from Tennessee. You know, and yep. Aunt Vivian hanging out with us. Yeah. You know, that was really special. Yeah, people from uh, all over the country. And it was early, man. So, I mean, these people had to get up early, like Josh and Nicole with their kids. You know, know, that that was awesome. That was cool. I love that. You know, so that was, it was a really special time just to see everybody up and hanging out with us so Mm -hmm. early, you know, on an Easter sunrise. Yeah, I know. Easter sunrise service, you know. There's something about it. Yeah, and, you know, it was so cool. It was something different, Mm -hmm. different from what we've been doing and been used to, you know, and... It was kind of nice. Like, this is like the first time in, let's see, eight years mm-hmm. that we actually kind of had a, a Easter together as a family. Yeah. All we, just together. Yeah, we were talking about that on a, on Good Friday. Right. Good Friday, we actually had dinner together. Yep. Which is we very never unusual eat dinner for normally. Good Friday because yeah. we have events planned. You know, we have... Uh, uh, speaking and all that stuff. So yeah, that's, that was, it was, it was definitely a good Easter. I mean, we, dude, it just reminds me of like what, what Satan is trying to use for evil. God has turned around for good. Yeah. And he's definitely been doing that in our family, you know, like just all these different things. And I just keep, um, I just keep claiming, claiming his promises, you know, during this time. And, Mm -hmm. and I actually, you know, just have, um, on our, on our board, you know, we have a calendar board in our room yep. and the Lord just encouraged me the other day to put on there, you know, that we are, that by his stripes, we were healed. Mm. And, and now I've noticed that mommy has been writing down, um, different things to activate each day. 
So mm. there's been these different activations that I just look at each morning. I just concentrate and just ask the Lord, like, okay, Lord, go ahead and activate this. And and I just feel like that with this Easter is one of those things, you know, that was just activated and God just really used it. So it was a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. Hopefully all of you had a great Easter as well, you know, and a celebration. Yeah, right. So, you know, so of course, the reason why we did that is COVID-19. Yeah. And so what we want to do is every week we're just bringing good updates yep. on COVID-19. We're just bringing the good news about yes. it. And so well, what we can, you know. Right. So we're approaching a, almost a half a million recoveries, wow. which is awesome. That's, that's, that's four huge. times the amount of deaths. Wow. Um, seems like the curve's starting to flatten here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know if you saw it, but it seems like there's quite an uproar going on amongst the states and the federal right now. Yeah, I was uh, watching something, and I I don't know if this is factual or not, so this is just something I was watching. But it was something about Trump, you know, stating about how he... um, Basically saying he's the man. Like he's the man and that whatever the governors say doesn't matter. Right. And so now the governors are starting to fight back, and yeah, yeah, dude, there's a political battle going on for sure. Yeah, there really Mm -hmm. is. And, um, you know... One thing that was just, it's it's hard with our president, but we got to support him. And same with our governors, you know, because the Lord appointed these people um, to be in this position. Yeah. And so we just kind of got to stand behind them, yep. you know, totally agree. and just uh, try to support them in those ways. But uh, I wanted to read this on Easter, and I didn't. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it right now. Do it, dude. So um, this is from Frank Franklin Graham, and he said, which preacher said this? Can you guess? On this Good Friday, Christians from all around the world remember the suffering and death upon the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. At Easter uh, Sunday, we will celebrate his glorious resurrection. Though we will not be able to gather together with one another as we normally would on Easter, we can use this sacred time to focus on prayer, reflection, and growing in our personal relationships with God. I ask all Americans to pray that God will heal our nation, to bring comfort to those who are grieving, to give strength to the doctors, nurses, and healthcare workers, to restore health to the sick, and to renew the hope in every person who is suffering. This wasn't a preacher. This was our president. Wow, dude. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That's so, cool. It's just crazy. You know, like, yeah. it's hard because you have the moments where he's like, listen here, everybody. Yeah. This just <laughs> goes and starts with me, right. you know? Yeah. But then at the same time, you get to see the humbleness right. and the God loving man yeah. that he is and you know, obviously could be more of right at times, but it's hard, man. You're the president. It's the you hardest know, job. I can't in the even world. imagine his position. And um and we do need to be praying for him to have the wisdom and the discernment, you know, and leading and guiding and directing. And and honestly, I feel like that that is no mistake that he is our president right now. Right. You know, that God has him appointed for this position for this time because I believe that he um will be used to get us through this. And I believe that by the time that we're done with all this, that our country is going to be in a better place. You know, totally. and it's, I think I'm hoping and praying that people are learning the importance of, um, of not living paycheck to paycheck 
Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I know it's tough because the economy is, uh, especially in California, is very expensive to live. Yeah. But we all need to live with inside of our means. You know, um, Dave Ramsey, he, he's taught us, you know, um, through doing his workbooks and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you need to have the savings, you know, so that in times of emergency, like he even says on there, like if you go a month without a paycheck, will you be able to survive? Right. And so right now we're really getting tested on that. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like I said, I I really feel like president Trump is the one for this, this position for right now, you know, for what we're in. Cause luckily he is an extremely, um, well-minded businessman. Yep, exactly. And, there's no better person probably to have in that position right now with what this economy is going to need after this. But, you know, we don't want to get political on this podcast, but we're just saying we're just taking the Christian perspective of God appointed him and we're going to support him because God appointed him. Same as our governor. Same as our governor. You know, it's the same thing as that Lord appointed him to be the governor of our state. And yeah. so we're going to, you know, we're going to be praying for him and, and, right. um, and, and just asking the Lord gives him wisdom and discernment and all that as well, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, dude, I was thinking about that speech when you're just saying that. And I was thinking about the movie, uh, independence yeah. and how at the end when he does that crazy, awesome speech, yep. dude, and Powerful. you just get so inspired, you know, yeah, it's like, I would love to see people get inspired over our president's speeches. Yeah. You know, like, I would like to see that respect. Like I Mm -hmm. I was telling you, you know, before, like when we were kids and I remember different things happening and they would wheel a TV into our room and we would watch the president come on and we would all just be in awe to see our Mm -hmm. president, you know, as kids, like we had that much respect for the president yeah, and we were taught to have that respect. Right. And I think unfortunately today that's just not being taught that respect. And so hopefully that will come back around. Totally. You know, where we respect that. Yeah. And, you know, it's crazy because we've, we've been watching this show, you know. <laughs> you guys in your show. We've been watching this show, The Designated Survivor, yeah. you know, and he just, he gets put in the presidency, you know. Yeah. And um, it's just like, just watching this show has made me feel for the president. Like, yeah. I know it's probably not accurate, right. you know, on what's going on and yeah. stuff, but it's just like, yeah, but some of this is true. Right. He is facing all these different problems and having to figure it out. He's got right. people coming to him all the time and stuff, you know, yeah. but it actually made me respect presidents of the past that I might not have. Right. Yeah. Too, yeah. You know, and just, yeah, exactly. It just has made me respect the figure more. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and so. I think that that's been a good part. That's cool, man. That is awesome, <laughs> dude. Show. It's kind of like the secretary. The secretary? Is that what Madame it's called? Madame secretary. Madame secretary, yeah. 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 That gave me a whole new perspective as well. Right. Although I haven't seen that show in a while because they haven't brought up anything new. So it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anyways, dude, let's talk a little yeah, bit about en- communication. Enough of, enough of the politics. Yeah, We're done. Politics are yeah. out. Whoop. So okay. this is our table talk for table today. Table talk time. And we're going to talk, last week we teased it, yep. talking about the levels of communication. Yes. So let's get into it. Yeah, levels of communication. This is something that um, that I'd often teach during uh, premarital times because in marriages, you need to have communication. That's the yes. huge thing. I mean, it's it's huge, yes. dude. Communication in so many fashions is is just huge, but... 
Um, one of the parts in communication that I talk about are the different levels. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but I'm going to try to um, give you the best illustration that I can. It's been a while. Yeah, roundabout idea. Roundabout. So let's talk about level one. Level okay. one is, is a communication like, okay, so I come up to you and I'm like, um, hi, Justin. And you're like, hey, Dave. hello. And so, um, so we kind of just are creating just a little bit of a communication, you know, and I'm like, how's the weather? And you're like, uh, sunny outside. Mm-hmm. And that's level one communication, you know, where it's just real super small talk where right. it doesn't, you don't have to dive into anything. It's, and that's what's happening. What I was talking about last week, like yeah. with COVID, like anybody can talk about COVID with anyone right. right now. Yeah. Okay. So then level two is I ask you again, like, how's the weather? And you say it's uh, sunny outside and, but they're expecting that some clouds are going to be coming in. And so now you're kind of like giving me a little bit more of mm-hmm. communication. Like, okay, so not only are you telling me what is exactly in front of us, but now you're kind of stepping out a little bit by saying, but there are expected clouds. So even though yeah. the clouds aren't there yet, they're expected. And so you're kind of like putting yourself out there a little bit. Cause I could be like, what are you talking about? Clouds coming? No, it's supposed to be sunny, you know, but Mm-hmm. You're taking that step of like opening up a little bit more. So that's kind of like level two is where you kind of start opening up just a little bit more. You know, you're kind of portraying a little bit about um, you're still talking knowledge because you most likely heard that from the news or you read that somewhere. And so that's why you could say that. Yeah. So you're just putting knowledge out there. It's not exactly your feelings or anything like that, but you're still putting yourself out there a little bit. That's where a lot of people will stop right there at level two. Then you get into level three where it's like, Hey, Justin, how's the weather? And you're like, the weather's good. It's sunny outside. It's expected to be foggy. And it makes me feel a little anxious knowing that the fog is going to be coming back. Mm. And so now what you're doing is now you're giving me a little bit of your feelings. Yeah. So not only are you saying like, okay, uh, the obvious and uh, a fact of the future, but now you're starting to give me a little bit of how you feel about that. And so what happens on that part is as far as like, if you go to next level is how I respond. So if I respond like, well, why does that make you feel so anxious? You know, what's wrong with you? Like fog is just natural. It's just going to come. And a lot of people do that to other people, you know, when they're communicating is they'll, they'll put them down without even them realizing that they're putting them down. And so that's when people will just clam up. And so they won't talk anymore and they'll go back to level two communication. I was going to ask you why you're being so aggressive. Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> yeah. So now so now you go back to level two because now what happened was I just squashed your feelings. Right. Okay. Now if I was to say, really, that makes you feel anxious about the fog coming. Why is that? And then you would feel like, okay, well, he just opened up a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, it makes me feel a little anxious because... The fog is just so droopy, you know, and it's cold hard to and drive it's in. hard to drive in. You know, one time I almost got in an accident. I mean, who knows where, yeah. where, where that could go, right. you know, like why you're feeling that way. But because I responded in such a way that I did, it caused you to continue to stay in that level three. Right. And so level three is a good place to get to in friendships. A lot of friendships, if they could get to level three, it's a good thing. Yeah. Because a lot of your friends are in that level three. Um, if you if you have friends that won't put you down in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, another good thing that would take it to like, say the next level is I say, Hey, Justin, how's the weather? You say the weather's sunny. 
Um, but I heard that there's fog that's coming in and it makes me feel a little anxious. And then I respond with like, well, why does that make you do that? And then you respond back with telling me, you know, like, well, one time I almost got in a car accident and this and this. And then I all of a sudden, now I'm relating to you like, oh, wow. I remember one time, you know, when there was the fog and I was driving and I hit a rock that I didn't even see in the road. And I ended up, you know, getting a flat tire. So I had to pull over. And while I was pulled over, you know, there was a puddle and somebody came by and hit that puddle and it got water all over me. And I was so angry. So, you know, what happens to me when I see the fog is I get angry, you mm-hmm. know, and so it makes me mad when I see the fog. Well, now what's happening is that not only are you opening up, but now I'm opening up back to you. And so now what happens is we're having this open line of communication of our feelings. And so that, if we do it right, can take us up to the next level, which is level four. And so level four is where we become more intimate with one another. And so that's where you get like your best friends, like your, yeah. your, your really close friends where you are just having these type of communications with each other all the time, you know, because you've already gone through this trust part. You've already um, made it past that part. And so yeah. you're in a good place. And so this is what I tell people oftentimes is level four and level five. I mean, level five is the intimacy. That's really where um, only your spouse and God should be in level five with you. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever should get to level five unless it's your spouse and God, because that's where you're going back to that naked and unashamed where, you know, you're fully exposed in all areas. Nothing is being held back. Like you are just uh, open book to your spouse, you know, and, um, and your spouse is an open book back to you and with the Lord as well. And so, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in people's relationships, like I mentioned, is they will stop at level three, most of the time level two, and same with God, is Mm. they will stop at level two with God because they don't spend enough time with him in a sense. Like they don't have this relationship with God. They just see God as, you know, either um, an intellectual God or they'll see God as like an unmerciful God, like God that puts them down. Um, say if they had a father figure in their life that would always put them down and, um, and they start to look at God, um, as their father figure. And so they always feel like that they're put down. So they're never going to really open up to God because of that. And so one of the biggest obstacles for people in marriage and one of the biggest obstacles for people, um, in general with, with the Lord is getting past that level two and getting past that level three and earning that trust and gaining that trust. And one of the things that, that I do is I have them do different tests with each other, you know, to get them there. And yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, to do those different things. Yeah. I remember like, um, we had to look at each other and say five things that we love about one another mm-hmm. every time we met every sesh. Yeah. Yep. Every sesh that's, and that's, uh, one of the ways to build intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's an important thing to do with the Lord is to build an intimacy with the Lord, you know. And so yeah. I would just like to tell you if if you're listening to this right now, well, obviously you are listening to this right now. Mm. But if you're having mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I would I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're having a difficult time with this with your spouse, or like say you're listening to this and you're like, Man, I don't have any friends that are at level three or four with me, mm. you know, is is to work on yourself with that. You know, it's it's um you have to put yourself out there in order to be able to um, receive that. Yeah. And you have to be really careful with who you choose to do that with. You know, So if you choose a fool, is what I want to say, because I've been going through Proverbs a lot, and so I've been reading a lot about that. 
But if you choose a foolish person, like somebody who you just know is going to squash on you, who you're hearing them talk and their talk is just not good talk, you're watching them interact with other people and you can see obviously that they're angry people that are going to squash you. Well, don't open up to them necessarily, you know? Right. I mean, be careful, be cautious. Protect yourself. Protect yourself, you know? But with the Lord, you can be open with the Lord with everything. And so I always say this is like, the Lord already knows your feelings. He already knows your heart. So just be honest with him and just tell him like, yeah. Lord, I'm really angry with you right now, you know, or, or Lord, you really disappointed me or, or Lord, how, you know, how come this happened in my life, you know, or how come, you know, I had a, a mom or a dad like this or a brother or sister, or whatever, you know, happened in your life. I don't know, but you know. Yeah. And whatever has made you angry with God is just to give that to God. Let him prove himself to you because he yeah. will. I mean, he has proved himself so many times in my life where I've asked him like, God, you know, why is this going on? And mm. why am I feeling like this? And in any, and if I give him the time of day and you, that's what you have to do is you have to give God some day, you know, you yeah. can't just say those things and not let him rebuttal, you know, right. like you have to give people time to talk. Like if you're mm-hmm. angry with somebody, like we, we have this in, in, in our house, you know, like if we're frustrated, like especially with Bud and I, if we're frustrated with each other or frustrated with a situation, we will say it and mm-hmm. allow the other person to talk, you know, like, yeah. well, this is what's going on, you know, it has nothing to do with you or nothing to do with this. And, and then yeah. it's like, it clears it right up, you know? Right. And so you have to give God that chance as well. Mm. Yeah, it uh, reminds me of the beauty from ashes, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Situation gone bad or whatever in your life, and you give it to God, and he'll turn it around. Yeah. That's like uh, like talking about, like Chris was talking all about testimonies. Mm, yeah. And how important those are yeah. right now. Right. During this time, because yes. um, knowing what God has brought you through mm-hmm. or brought somebody else through. Yeah. And hearing those stories yeah. is what can help you oh, yeah. get through this time. It brings back the hope, right? You know, and um, so being having that communication open, yeah, is awesome. If especially yeah. if you have those friends or people that you're developing those different levels of communication with, yeah, and you start getting in deep and um, hearing those you know, those stories, yeah, those right. testimonies. Yes. And like, that's, that's what's something that's kind of interesting about this podcast, you know, and why I think it's probably so um, good that we do this together. Yeah. Rather than like, if I was to have a podcast or if you were to have a podcast, yeah, because it makes it easier to open up yeah. because it's like, we're just talking to each other. Right. And yeah. you and I have a very high level of communication. Yeah where we can open up with one another. So yep. it's going to be beneficial to the listeners. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, we are definitely at that level four, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, and it's, it's been work, you know, it's not like we have not worked on our relationship, you know, right. it's, it's been the ups and downs and, and, and you have to be okay with that. You know, if you're at a level four with anybody is you have to be okay with that. Like, you know, there's going to be times where, where the relationship is going to be a battle, but that's what makes it even more strong, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what, um, that's what the friendship is about. You know, it's not always about pleasing each other, but it's about being open and honest with each other. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, with our relationships, um, it does take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I, I'm constantly working on my communication because sometimes, well, I mean, especially kind of after this last year, yeah. 
of just everything that we went through. Mm-hmm. I know probably for yourself too, but for me, it just kind of made me pull back. Oh, big time. From everybody. Right. Yep. God, my wife, yeah. friends, yeah. family, everybody. Yeah. And it made me want to kind of just shell up right. with some things. And, you know, it's funny because um, it's like the you would think of this level of communication, you should probably start with God, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like I had to start with uh, with Des, yeah. my wife. Like right. she brought me kind of, and that's why I just, you're so thankful to have a partner, that's right? That's so cool about her wives, man. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she kind of brought me out of that right? and forced me to open up to her, yeah. which then in turn made me want, to open up to God. Yeah. You know, and yeah. tell God about what I was feeling. Right. And stuff, you know, and of course talking to you guys. Yeah. About it all right. and everything, but yeah, just having those that's why it's so important to be working on that communication so that when you go into those times of hard times in your life, it's important to have those people there for you with those high levels of communication so that they can support you and help you get through whatever. Yeah. 100% man. I just think that's, uh, that is so important to have those deep relationships and especially, especially in your marriage, that is just huge Yeah, because your wives, your husbands, they can read you. They, they know you. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that mommy Andrea, that she, um, knows me more than I know myself. Right. You know, and then she'll call me out on, on certain things or, um, not necessarily call me out, but just ask me about certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, like, Hey, are you feeling okay with this? You know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just automatically just starts bringing things up like, Hmm, I wonder, you know? And so then you really get to start checking yourself, you know, because sometimes we get stuck in the muck and we don't even realize we're in the muck. Right. Yeah. And as, as men, like, uh, you know, we're supposed to be the strong ones. Right. We're supposed to be the, the backs, yep. the backbones of the relationship. The oxes. The oxes. And, you know, uh, it's important that we still voice what we're feeling. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. And it actually brings the, brings the relationship uh, even closer. Because like I was saying, you have to open up in order to be opened up back to. You know, and right. so when our spouses see us clam up, then it will do the same effect. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's kind of like the crazy cycle, Yeah, you know, the love and respect, the crazier cycle, you know, where, um, the husbands are supposed to love their wives as Christ yeah. loved us and how the women are supposed to respect the respect the men. But, you know, if you give them nothing, nothing to respect, yeah. then, you know, then how can they respect you? And if you, and you know, and if, if they don't respect you, then how can you give them love, you know? And so it's just gets in a crazy cycle. And so we all need to be careful of that. Yeah, it's interesting because I I was just talking about that with Des because you can apply the crazy cycle to friendships mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And she was just kind of feeling like, um, you know, that she just wasn't really getting as much out of this relationship as she was putting into, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it was making her, in turn, just kind of feel more unloved, right? you know. Yeah. And so I was just telling her, like, it, it kind of sounds like the crazy cycle. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that this is something that a relationship that maybe you shouldn't invest right. so much in. Yeah. And so 
that's a hard thing is sometimes we're going to realize this about our friends that we may not be able to get to a level four right. communication Even or level, level three. three right? that we may be wanting yeah. to get. Right. That's why it's important just to pick and choose wisely right. on it, you know? Ask for those uh, spiritual eyes, you know, yeah. get that discernment and just, uh, just realize once you realize that, then you, you know, unfortunately it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you just have to cut it off like the vine, you know, like yeah. how the vine gets pruned in order to grow, yeah. you know? And, um, and so sometimes our vines need to be pruned, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that's friends, you know, like, um, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And you know, same thing we can apply with our kids Yes, is having that open communication. Like some of you listening may have older kids mm-hmm. or, um, young kids. Yeah. And just with Trey and Daisy too, but Trey especially just kind of picking up on everything Yeah, right now, right. everything that is coming out of anybody's mouth, yeah. whether it's on TV or he hears it one time yeah. and it's melted in his brain. Right. And we're trying to reverse it yeah. and, you know, be like, Hey, that's not good, buddy. Right. Like, sorry that, sorry that I said that yeah. or sorry, <laughs> sorry, Abba said that, yeah. you know, he didn't mean to say that right. or, yeah. you know, and, and so we're like having to begin this level of communication yeah. with him. Yeah. Like, Hey dude, sorry, bud, but this isn't the right thing to say. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just trying to work with him yeah. on that is difficult. It's tough, right? You I mean, know? he's almost four years old and yeah, and uh, three and a half, you know, but he's yeah. uh, just picking up on a lot. I remember yesterday, um, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was this morning. I think mm-hmm. it was yesterday. Anyways, he, uh, I, w- I wanted to do something with him, but he had to do something first. And so he didn't want to do that something first. So he threw a fit, went running away yeah. with his head down, you know. And, uh, so that was I, this morning. That was this morning. So I followed mm-hmm. him and I'm like, Trey, I'm like, dude, like, okay, let's talk, you know? Mm-hmm. And first off you need to lift up your head cause he was trying to keep his head down. Yeah. And I think that's important with kids is to have direct communication with them, you know, is to try to get them to pay attention to you. Right. You know? And, um, and so then I had to ask him like, Hey, why are you so upset? You know, what's going on? And he explained, you know, explained it to me as a three-year-old would, and mm-hmm. so then I explained to him, you know, and, uh, and we had a great communication, you know, and afterwards it's like, and then he wanted to hug me and, and it was all good, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's important to have communication with your kids. Yeah, definitely. Totally. And grandkids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> kids and grandkids. Kids and grandkids. Yeah. So, um, next week. We're really excited. Super excited. So what one thing that we really wanted to do with this podcast was have interviews. Yeah. And be interviewing just different people in our lives. Yep. And um, maybe people outside of our lives that we don't really even know and just getting them to know. Yeah. Uh, getting to know them with you guys. Right. Yeah. On the podcast and yep. stuff. And so um, this next week, we're going to have our first interview. Yeah. Yep. Special guest. And we we don't want to give too much away, but he is a pastor. Yep. And uh, he's a friend. Yep. And he's a cool guy. Yep. Check, check, check. Is there anything more we want to give away on the teaser? Uh, No, I don't think so. All right, cool. Yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty good. All right, yeah. So you're going to want to definitely tune in to next week because uh, we already have the appointment set up with him. We're already going to... um, 
come up with some different questions that we want to ask. Really, it's, uh, um, well, here's a teaser for you is how is the church uh, maintaining today? Yeah. You know, during the COVID-19. Right. How is the church responding? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we should talk about that uh, before we go. Um, last week and when we did the Zoom, mm-hmm. we talked about how important it was to be supporting your local church, your yeah. pastor. Yeah. Right now during this time. Yeah. And um, it's huge. It's very huge. Because we know of some people that may be possibly having to close their doors yeah. because of this virus and what it's been doing. The effects, right. The effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the effects of it on the church. Yeah. Nobody really thinks about it. And, um, you know, it's just kind of interesting how the government's kind of stepped into some things and shutting things down mm-hmm. for churches, yeah. like just specifically calling them out. Yeah, on things, you know? Right. But we can still be there. We can still financially yeah. support yep. in whatever way we can. Right. Because we know how important it is. Well, yeah, we have first-hand experience of yeah. that. And it's it's interesting because right now the demands have stepped up on the church. Really, they've stepped up. I mean, the pastors, I would imagine, are, and, and you would think that it would be uh, slower for them, you know, because now they have no church to go to in a sense. Right. But actually, the demands are harder on a church right now because now they have to, um, you know, call more people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're obviously praying harder for each person. They're they're being taxed all the way around. Yeah. And then probably in the back of their mind, and I can't speak for them right now. I'm just saying for me as a pastor. Yeah. You know, um, you would really have to rest in the Lord and trust that that He's going to provide. Mm-hmm. But as you see, you're possibly your tithings and offerings, you know, diminish. Yeah. Like, Lord, how is this going to work? You know? Right. And so, yeah, I definitely encourage you guys just to thank your pastor, Mm -hmm. um, just to reach out to, um, to your pastor, to your leaders, you know, and, um, and just support them emotionally, you know, um, financially, uh, spiritually, just let them know that you're praying for them. Yeah. You know, if the Lord gave you any words for them, give them those words, you know, of encouragement. Yeah, one thing that we know from firsthand experience is basically Sundays are probably about ten yeah, percent of the work, right? Maybe yeah. less. Yeah, yeah. And people think that it's all about the Sundays, right? Yeah. When it yeah. comes to church, but no, no, not Sundays at all. are a very small part. Sundays of the are big like picture, dude. That's like the gravy on the potatoes. I mean, Sundays yeah. are just a great day, honestly. Well, I remember, I remember, like for you. It yeah. was like, that's what you wanted to do. That was the whole, right. That's, I couldn't wait to preach. You know, it's like, let me preach. Yeah, let the, me hang out with the worship team. The preaching. You know, you let's love. just do this up. You know, that was, yeah. the, that was the gravy, dude. That was, that was the cookies, man. That was the dessert. That was right. the, the fun part. Yeah. So just remember that for your pastors is, hey, Sundays is not what it's all about. And yeah. because that's gone doesn't mean that they're gone. Right. That's yeah. not all they do. Oh, yeah, dude. So many people would come up and tease me. Um, that have been in a church for a long time and they know right. and other people that didn't, they wouldn't be teasing me. They'd actually be real like, Hey, uh, so this is your one day you have to work, huh? Like it must right. be nice. You know, you only have to work for, you know, depending on how many services we had that Sunday, you know, you only have to work for a couple hours yeah. you know? and it'd be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I have it so easy, you know? Yeah. So text every pastor <laughs> that, you know, and say, Hey, enjoy this vacation. Yeah, Enjoy your vacation. <laughs> you know, like you're living the dream. I remember yeah. so many people would tell me that like, Hey man, you're living the dream. It's like you come in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tell me that you're living your dream. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's a calling, 
and you love the calling. You absolutely love the calling because God gives you love for the people and yeah. he gives you love for the church. And so you love the calling and that's what drives you. Right. And, but we're going to talk about that more in another podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So support your pastor. Yep. Hit him up yep. while you're listening to this podcast. Shoot yep. them a text. Shoot them a text. Write them on Facebook, whatever. Say, hey, love you. Thank you. You're awesome. Yeah. Keep being cool. That those little things of encouragement, I just remember, you know, what they would do for you yeah. in the church. Yep. And just um having people reach out. It's a weird thing because um you think as the pastor, um, and you do, you get a lot of love and support. Mm-hmm. But you you don't get as much as you think that they would. Yeah. Or they don't get as much as you think that they would. Right. And their families. Yeah. Too, their wives. Right. And so don't just text your pastor. Text, text the their wife. Yeah. Because yeah. the wife is the backbone mm-hmm. um, behind the pastor that's holding, like, you know, that trust fall thing. Right. Yeah. You know, like uh, where the person just drops into yeah. the other person's arms. Like, yeah. that's how it is. Oh, yeah. It's your trust falling basically the whole time into your wife. Yeah. And your family being yep. there to just support you and hold you up. Yeah. And so it's just really important just to be just supporting the whole fam. Yeah. The whole family just coming together. We were talking about, too, just how we are the church. Yeah. That this the doors of the church may be closed. Right. But the church body's not. Yes. We're all still here. Right. We're all still around. We're all still representing. Yeah. And now's the time to be stepping up. Like oh, yeah. we have so many platforms that we can be using. Oh, so many Facebook, Instagram, right. Podcasts, zoom, zoom, yeah. whatever. Right. You know, there's so many different things that you can be doing right yeah. now yep. during this time. Like, right. oh man. So Sunday we were watching elevation, uh, churches service mm-hmm. and it was just so awesome. The worship. Yeah. Like they had like four or five people on the stage, but they had like this, massive screen behind them with gosh, I don't know. It seemed like probably like 30 people like on like a zoom thing, all praising. That's cool too. It was their like choir and other worship leaders and stuff that had to be home, you know, but they're just all. And so you just see them like all in their houses, you know, just getting crazy, lifting their hands up, just singing their hearts out, you know, it is so awesome to see. Like it's so cool. Just some of the some of the churches that you see just really stepping up right during this time. Yeah. And just showing like, hey, this isn't gonna slow us down. No way. You You're know, right. this yep. isn't this isn't like what what the what they may be using for bad, you know, yeah. God's gonna make it for good. Definitely. You know, right. and yep. Satan might be thinking that he's winning, but he's not. He's not, dude. Nope. Nope. Because we know that our God is victorious, you know, in right. all things. All things. Yeah, so if you're a church right now, yeah, and you're just wondering like what should we be doing? Yeah. Start just maybe look at some what some of the things that these other churches are doing. Yeah. And now's the time to step up. Right. Yeah, definitely, you know, it's it's a uh, um you know, this is not the time to slumber. This is the time to wake up. You know, this yeah. is the labor time. You know, this is the time when we work. And right. um and so so there so you need to work, you know, right now. Unfortunately, it's like it's not your time to sleep. And, um, and I don't think that God is calling us to sleep right now. I think he's calling the church to wake up and to get out there and work and the labor, you know? And like, I was, I I think that like the zoom, 
thing would be awesome for small groups. You know, yeah. like if, if you, if you're in a church and you're like missing communication with people, just start a zoom small group, you know, yeah. it's free. If you free. have less than a hundred people on there and if you only do it for 30 or 40 minutes, it's free. Mm-hmm. So if you want to pay for it, you know, for a few months, just pay for it for a few months, you know, just so you could get a small group going. But I think like, and I keep think, and I keep saying this, but I really think that people are going to thrive during this time. And I think that God is going to um, just really just be lifted up during this time and, and elevated. And I'm, I'm excited to hear the different testimonies that's going to come out of this afterwards. Yeah. Like I know, like as a church, like if we were um, working in the church right now, we would be looking for those people with these um, special gifts, mm-hmm. like uh, media yeah. type gifts right. that would be able to step up right now. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, there might be people like that right now. They're sitting there like, yeah, I know how to do that. Right. You know, well, hey, just hit up your pastor and hit be like, hey, I'll lead a Zoom right. Bible study yep. this week. Yep. Let's do it. Start it up. You could start it up so easy. I mean, people can do it early in the mornings. Like if you're an early morning riser, start up like that. Or if you're a night person or whatever, you know, start it up. I mean, that was the whole point of of this Easter was just to be able to hang out with our family. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, why not? We can do this, you know? And so yeah. it, it was fun. It was awesome. Yeah, it was. You know, so yeah, don't be intimidated. Just get into it. No, Which it leads yeah. me to this last verse. Yeah. Let's you know, and this is, uh, this is your encouragement for the week guys. Yep. And this is out of for the week. Proverbs 14, four. And it says this, it says, where no ox, where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so when I was meditating on that this morning, cause I'm going through my Proverbs challenge. And so as you guys know, today is April 14th. So it's chapter 14 of Proverbs. And so when I was thinking about that, I was just thinking about, and I've talked about this before um, as a pastor, but you know what? If you are not willing to get dirty, then you're going to stay clean, of course, but you're not going to get anything done. Yeah. You know, and I think that so many people are afraid of trying things out because yeah. they're afraid of getting humiliated. They're afraid of, um, you know, the responses that they're going to get. They're afraid of rejection. You yeah. know, um, what happens if nobody joins my Zoom group? You know, what happens if if nobody uh, watches me? You know, what happens if, if, you know, it's like you have all these what ifs, but, you know, what ifs are a waste of time. Yeah. You're always going to stay clean. Sure. You know, you could stay protected, mm-hmm. but it's better to get dirty. You know, I could tell you firsthand, it's better to get dirty. You know, just go yeah. after it. I mean, you and I get on here uh, every week now on the podcast. Yeah. We don't know if anybody's going to listen to it, yeah. but we're willing to true. get dirty, you know, because it's like, otherwise we'll just, what are we going to do? Yeah. We're going to bury our talents, you know? Right. We're not going to do anything for the Lord, you know? So be willing to get dirty because yeah, you could always keep that trough clean if you have no oxen around, you know, there's going to be no poop to clean up. But yeah. if you're willing to clean up some poop and get out there and try some different things, then just go after it, you know, like mm-hmm. be that oxen, you know, be yeah. that pioneer. Right. I remember just as a pastor in the church, one thing that we loved was just people with a vision Yeah, to do something different. Yep. Didn't matter what it was. Right. But it was like somebody would say, hey, um, you know, what if, what if we started a podcast yeah. as a church or something? Like if somebody just said that to you, you know. Right. Be like, Hey, that's great. You know, let's do it. Yeah. Why don't you do it? <laughs> yeah, get, do it. To, get it together, you <laughs> yeah. know, and start doing it. Dude. And that's the point too, man, is that if you get a vision, don't put it on somebody else. Right. You know, if you get a vision to start a podcast, podcast, don't say, Hey Jay, you need to start a podcast. Yeah. You start the podcast. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, 
Yeah, that and that's what churches love. That pastors oh. love that. Uh, every, if you ask any pastor, yeah, I'm guarantee he would love that out of you. Yes, yeah, because I can't even tell you how many times people would come up and say, "Hey, Jay, the Lord told me that you need to do," th-, and I'd be like, "Really? Mm-hmm. What? Can I talk to the Lord myself? You know, why wouldn't He give me that direct communication? <laughs> you know, and uh, if the Lord is telling you something, then do it. You know, yeah. don't don't put it on somebody else. You know, right. that's 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 keeping your trough clean. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's making somebody else dirty. Be the ox. You got to Go be the forward. ox. Right. Get yourself dirty. Get in the trenches. Yeah. Dig. You know, Let's do it. Yeah. Don't be a pig and, and play in your poop, but no. create some poop, you know? Get out there and do it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Get that trough dirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, guys, that's it for this week. Yeah. We love hanging out with you great guys. Time, guys. We great love time. you guys even even if it is just ourselves forging <laughs> forward, being the, the ox that yeah, we are, being the ox we'll that do we are. it together Fine here. Ears. Fine ears, baby. We'll be here every week. Yep. We love you guys. Remember. So remember, guys, in the midst of life's life storms, storms we're, we're always, always better, better together. together. Still working <laughs> on it. Love you guys. I love you.